We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Well, football season is getting closer day by day. Once August hits, Sip, Nebraska's got a game that month, August 27th in uh, Dublin. We'll be there. Enjoy. We will be there. We will be there having a good time. I cannot wait. Having a pint or seven. Yeah. And more. We are joined by one of our good friends of the show, Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports League. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. Are, are you feeling football season getting close to yourself? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was up late last night. Uh, I'm probably spending three, four hours a day just getting ready. It, it's gotten a lot tough for me with the transfer portal. Yes. I mean, I'm watching some spring games, and <laughs> it's some, there's in some cases, there's, I think, three or four teams. They're expecting seven or eight new starters just coming from the transfer portal alone. So it's uh, it's a lot more work for me, but, uh, you know, it could be a lot worse. I mean, I could be digging ditches. How, how late were you up last night, Lee, if you don't mind about, sharing that? About a little, almost 2, 2 a.m. in the morning. Whoa, but, whoa, um, whoa, whoa. Have you had your coffee? Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. You make it, you know, on five, six hours sleep, so yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm good. I'm on my third cup, Lee. It's very... Third? Oh, yeah. I'm... <laughs> hey, Lee, I'm unhealthy as hell. <laughs> I'm a little different, so what I do is I usually have one cup in the morning, maybe on the weekends on a Saturday morning, I might have a second, but uh, maybe a couple times a week I get to that three, four o'clock hour in the afternoon and i'm just going downhill so i'll have a cup at the office and uh you know gets me through till i can get home at sometimes seven or eight eight at night okay well yep well right now the question is how healthy is nebraska football in your mind you have looked at it closely so last year i was i thought the bad bearer bad news and i just saw it coming but uh, i've got a surprise for everyone I actually think this Nebraska team is not only going to be much better, I think that they're uh, they're going to make some waves. So last year I just felt the quarterback position was so unsettled uh, it was going to cost them a lot of close games. I never imagined that they would lose seven games by eight points or less. I mean, that's I think that's a record. I've never seen that. But um, that uh, change at quarterback and bring in Casey Thompson, I think – Number one is going to pay some immediate dividends. I think the schedule being maybe a little more manageable uh, should be helpful. And and then a few other things. I mean, you got players like Garrett Nelson. I think this guy is going to be a monster this year. Both linebackers, Reamer, Henrik, these guys mm-hmm. could have 100 or 120 plus tackles mm-hmm. during the season. I think that defensive line is going to be able to open things up for him. I love. Uh, the transfer running back, Anthony Grant, I think he could also uh, play a big factor in increasing the running game and taking pressure off the quarterback. And then I, I don't know how they went so long without a special teams coach. I don't know if I've ever seen a team go the first four years of a program without that. I mean, the special teams were an absolute disaster and cost them a couple games alone there. So I'm going to predict, believe it or not, uh, they were three and nine last year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The over under win total is seven and a half. I think they're going eight and four, nine oh. and three. 
eight and Whoa. four or nine and three. Now let's go back to some of the things you said, Lee. Thank you. You characterized the quarterback situation last year as unsettled. It was yeah. settled. I mean, yeah. there was only well, one guy that was going to start it for Nebraska. When well, you say maybe, unsettled, yeah, I, I should've, what should've do you mean? Maybe define more unsettled to a fan's <laughs> uh, perspective. You know, when you have an unsettled stomach and uh, <laughs> uh, you're not feeling so good about it, <laughs> yeah, it, it just unsettling. It, I, I, you were almost waiting for for the turnover to take place. Or um, there's a couple times they could have come back uh, and and maybe won the game, and they just couldn't do it. But um, it was just it was the, the whole season was, you know, just they just could not come up with a big play. And uh, I'm not saying Scott Frost is the greatest coach of all time, but I think he finally realized uh, some of his shortcomings uh, in, in what the way he had put together this staff and evaluated some talent. And uh, I think they brought in some of the right guys, maybe at receiver and running back and, and even at the defensive line. And, and, and how about punter? I mean, this kid... Uh, Bushini, this guy could be, he could end up being one of the top five punters in the country. So, uh, and, and a kicker, a transfer from, from, I think they just got, they made some really good moves. And uh, this might be the year where you see a bunch of teams, you know, like Nebraska, some are in some other smaller conferences like Tulane. They had so many injuries, especially their quarterback. You see a bunch of teams from two and 10 and three and nine make some bowl games. What do you see from Casey Thompson that you like so much? Um, I, I just, I, I, I think that he's not going to make the big error. He's not going to make the, and he might be able to bring you back. You know, if you're down two touchdowns, they're not going to flinch. Um, there was also a plenty of times in games where I just felt that, that Nebraska had scored maybe on the first possession and, or the first and third possession, had a lead, and they just went stale. I thought the play calling wasn't great, and uh, uh, players just couldn't make players. There was a bunch of times where uh, Adrian Martinez had receivers wide open that could have kept drives alive mm-hmm. and just missed guys. And, and, you know, the score might have been, you know, 14-7 at the time or, or 10 nothing. But believe it or not, that might have been the difference uh, between winning and losing a game. It wasn't that last drive or, or the turnover at the end. It was more not being able to put away a team when a team was ready. I, I, I wouldn't say quit, but a team was, uh, if, if they were, you know, rolling and made that one or two more big plays, uh, the game, you know, could have turned into a blowout. So my least Sterling Paramount Sports. So Lee, you think Nebraska can win eight or nine games? Is there anybody else you like in the West right now, or do you think Nebraska's got a chance to actually win the division? I think they've got a chance to win the division. I mean, look at look at who else is out there. I mean, Iowa is talented. Uh, the coaching staff is solid, but um, you know, with their quarterback, uh, they're never going to make big plays. I mean, their passing game just quite frankly isn't good enough. Wisconsin's a little overrated. I like the two cornerbacks that they brought in through the transfer portal, but there's still it's not like their offense is going to be so great. Um, Minnesota could be improved, but uh, you know the rest the rest of the teams in the West are certainly beatable. So it's uh, I think it's wide open. So you know almost everyone is has almost crowned Wisconsin as the champ before the season started, and some people think Iowa. You know, might be the team that might be able, if you're not picking Wisconsin, to maybe win the West. But uh, I think Nebraska is right up there. Lee Sterling joins us from Paramount Sports. 
Okay, Lee, when you're projecting Nebraska as a, a possibility, a strong possibility to win eight or nine, are you mm-hmm. basing this mostly on what you saw in the spring game or what you saw on on film from last season or a combination of both, I imagine? I, I think it's, it's a combination and then also the schedule. I think the schedule is manageable. You know, they got to win that first game right out of the yep. gate. They they lose that first game, and even though they'll probably beat North Dakota and Georgia Southern, um, you know, the, <laughs> there, there's going to be some doubt. So I think that game is is that huge for them. And Oklahoma's beatable now. I mean, let's be honest. Oklahoma is not the same team. You're catching them in a year where they're not only beatable, you're playing them at home. Uh, it's fairly early in the season, so. Uh, with some new players there at key positions for Oklahoma in their first big away game, you know, they might be able to uh, be rattled. And if you take the lead there by 10 points, two touchdowns, Oklahoma may not be able to come back. And uh, just think, I, li- I like the outlook. I like I like the, the atmosphere. And, and a lot of times you cannot come back from where they were. You know, if, if Adrian Martinez had stayed for another year, mm-hmm. I think the chances of them being successful were, were slim to none. At best, they win six games. So I'm not saying Casey Thompson is the greatest quarterback of all time, but I, I think that he's just, you know, sometimes change is good and the talent isn't that much different. Just a few less critical errors and just making some throws and, and knowing when to, you know, to eat the ball or, or, you know, getting rid of the ball maybe a split second earlier or holding on to the ball and, and moving the pocket and finding someone when you're scrambling, uh, that can make the difference, one or two plays and uh, being successful and going 3-9 and nine like last year. Lee Sterling joins us from Paramount Sports. What impact do you think O'Shawn Mathis will have on, on all this? Oh, wow. Um, You've seen him. You've seen O'Shawn Mathis. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think, I think he, I, I think have a big, a big effect. I mean, he's just, just you know, you're, you're, you know, it, it, it's an upgrade. Um, and just think that you know, just think the the whole team and the kids are just buying in. I, I just like the whole. I like the change. Uh, USC, UCLA are joining the Big Ten in 2024, Lee. I mean, how much movement do you expect over the next few months and obviously next year as we maybe get towards these big super conferences in college football? Well, I, I think the move's terrible. I, I think I'm, I'm going to make this prediction. In four or five years, uh, there will be a super conference, one big super conference with 50 to 60 schools. I, I think that's the direction that we're headed in. I mean, who wants to really watch UCLA and Rutgers on a Friday night? I mean, unless you're a fan of either school or you're betting on the game, um, I just <laughs> – there's no excitement there. You know, it started with some other things. Obviously, Nebraska's move I thought made no, uh, made no sense. I mean, the SEC adding Arkansas and Missouri, what did that do to them? Not much. Um you know, the penalties for some of these schools to leave, I think uh, Miami, if they wanted to leave, or Florida State or Clemson, the ACC, or I think it's in the, I think it's like in the 100 to $200 million range, which would be too much for them to leave, leave right now. But um, I, I just don't think it's good for college football. I love the rivalries, and with, with the trajectory that, that all these changes are taking place, I don't see almost any other way 
the NCAA is going to survive. Maybe they survive and they have that second tier of schools. They get those, you know, the, the Sun Belt schools and the, these other conferences that are below the top 50 or 60 schools. But um, the money involved and the mistakes the NCAA made, I, I just I can almost see almost no other way uh, for the next, you know, three, four, five years. It's just going to get worse and worse. Lee, always good stuff. Thanks for the time. Where can people check out your picks going forward? Just go to the website, ParamountSports.com. Uh, you want to get involved for the rest of baseball season. We're having a great year there. It's a lot of data-driven. It's a data-driven sport. Um, you can't just you know look at the ERA. Sometimes there's a guy uh, in the month of June and July all of a sudden catching fire. Um, it's pitchers. We look even at the umpires. Uh, 397 for the rest of the season. I'm going to run a special for the football uh, for all your listeners on the website. It's 1497. If they call um, by 12 noon today, Whoa. Central Time, I'll give them $500 off that 997 for the entire season okay. from the first preseason game all the way through the Super Bowl. Six months of action, uh, just 997. Call 800 400 9741. Lee, thanks for the time. We will chat with you again down the road. Okay, sounds good, guys. Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports. Lee Sterling just projected Nebraska to win eight or nine games. And he was low on them last year. He was. He of, was Because of Adrian. He, right. He was right. We, Me and Lee last fall butted heads. He did butt heads, and Nebraska went three and nine. He was correct. Remember how taken aback we were? Yeah. When he... When he was very critical of Adrian Martinez going into last season, he was right. We'll see how he does at Kansas State. Chris Kleiman is a quarterback whisperer. <laughs> okay. Carson Wentz. So he whispers Carolina's. to his quarterback? That's right, he does. Throw it to the wide receiver. <laughs> Guy's wide open. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play the game show. Have a hitch in your motion. <laughs> <laughs> Four six four five six eight five. Call it in on sip and trivia. Today it's a film Friday. Sip is one and three, so I'm I'm going the direction to maybe try to help him here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've done it for a long time. Woody Harrelson is today's topic. Oh God, one of your absolute favorites, isn't he? Yeah, but uh, yeah, but I'm not. Yeah, okay. This is scary. if you think you know your Woody Harrelson trivia. Four six four five six eight five. Shut up, simple starts. Right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! No, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. Four six four five six eight five. Call the date down. Sip and trivia. You are one and three on the week. Twenty six and twenty overall, but it's still above five hundred. And you love Woody Harrelson. I do. My my knowledge of his movie. What do you call it? Is database. <laughs> okay. Um, limited. That's interesting for yeah. a guy you like. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. I mean, there's. Well, I'm not going to. They don't you. say any movies right. out loud. Right. That would change the trivia. Yes. Uh, Brett, how do you feel about Woody Harrelson today? Pretty good. Okay. Feels hey, Brett. Good. Thanks for calling on a Friday. We appreciate this. 
All right, Brett. First question goes. Game. Yeah, clean game. First game. Uh, first question goes to you, Brett. Here we go. In what 2008 movie does Woody Harrelson star as basketball player Monix, along with Will Ferrell and company, competing on the Flint Tropics? Oh God! I saw it. It's to you, Brett. Will Ferrell and yeah, yep. Will Ferrell, Woody Harrelson, the Flint Tropics. Harrelson is basketball player Monix. Five seconds. Five. Four. I don't, I don't know. I don't even have a guess. Okay, I'll give you the horn set. Sam, do you want to steal this one or not? I saw the movie. We were watching it with the grandkids, and we turned it off because it was a little, little tawdry. Yeah. Probably fair. Saw the movie. Don't know it, though. Passing. Terrible with movie names. Okay. Give it to me. Semi-pro. Yeah. Semi-pro. Wouldn't, wouldn't have got it. Okay. Wouldn't have gotten that, Jake. Sip for the lead. Your first question. In what 1996 movie does Woody Harrelson star as a former star bowler who hopes to ride a new prodigy to riches and success? Didn't see it. Kingpin. Kingpin is correct. Didn't see it. Maybe saw snippets of it. Uh, Brett, uh, last question to tie it up. Here is your question. In the 2009 movie Zombieland, Jesse Eisenberg stars as Columbus alongside Woody Harrelson. What is Harrelson's character name in the movie? Another one that I have no idea. It's okay, Brett. I didn't see it. Yeah, okay. don't worry about it. I don't know it, so don't worry. Can I give him a hint? No. Okay. Don't give hints. All right. No hint. You got a pass there, Brett? Yeah. Okay. Should have just said a name. Are you going to pass here, too? Yeah, of course. Okay, that'd be uh, Tallahassee was the answer. Oh, okay. Gus had that one. It's a great name. All right, it's not over yet. Not over yet. Great city, by Sip the way. Sip can miss this, and Brett can steal and go to the tiebreaker. <sighs> All right, Sip, for the win, if you miss this, Brett can steal and go to the tiebreaker. Last question. In what 1992 movie does Woody Harrelson star with Wesley Snipes as basketball hustlers who join forces to oh. double their chances? Great movie. Seen it several times. White men can't hey, Brent jump. Hung up. Brent hung up. I see you, Brett. He hung up. Great movie. Brett hung up. He was pissed. He didn't even say bye. That's okay. There's your horns. It's okay. Thank you. Hey, can you play those? Can you play those ones? I, I haven't been enjoying those as much as I should. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Keep it going. Oh, God, that sounds good. I don't so enjoy stupid. those as much. I need to enjoy those so more. Stupid. I love it. I love any sports team that blows those horns like a hockey team after a goal. It's one of the best sounds ever. The Toronto Blue Jays blow it. Yeah. Well, I- speaking of the Blue Jays, they didn't blow them last night because the Royals, with without 10 players because of you know COVID vaccine stuff, yes. went to Toronto. And won. They, they had a guy, Sip, who was in double A before <laughs> last night, who had never pitched in the majors before. I mean, he, he did one relief appearance. He never started a game. Went five innings, 
one run allowed. Wow. Royals win three to one with a bunch of scrubs, <laughs> a bunch of Triple A guys well, yeah. in Toronto. That's come on. They were without ten of their guys. Ten, but they well, weren't for a all bad s- team. But they, yeah, the Royals okay. are a bad team, yeah. and they had ten guys out. Okay, and they scrubs. still won. Maybe scrubs. they got the wrong guys playing. Never all right, know. hey, win. That was a win that today. Was a win. Congrats to you. The Royals won and I won. Yeah. But it doesn't happen very often simultaneously. Yeah. If, you, if you're going <laughs> off the Royals for your win-loss record, you're going to have some bad times. Okay. Good. 27-20 and 20 now. Yeah. Is the overall. And a 2-3 and three week. 2-3 and three is livable. With 1-4, and four, that's, that's when I got it gets you. dicey. No true detective questions. Do you want to guess his age real quick? Yeah, Woody. Yeah. Oh. Got to be about my age. Woody... Harrelson is 54. He is 60, and his birthday is July 23rd, which is eight wow, days away. Woody Harrelson's older than I am. Yes, he is. Who looks older? Gus. Do I? Yeah. He's He's got hair issues. Textures, who looks older, Sip or Woody Harrelson? 464-5685. The spillover is next, and early break on the ticket.